Welcome back to the Character Corner with your host Chris and Deepom here. Uh, we are back to do part two of our Robin's Character Corner. Uh, if you're new to this, this is basically our, our podcast where we um, it's honestly just an excuse for Deepom and I to talk about comic book characters that we love or hate sometimes. Um, and uh, we go through their entire comic book history. Uh, sometimes we just do runs. I, I do believe this is kind of putting the end before the uh, before the beginning. I believe uh, in October we're going to be doing, instead of doing a comic book character, we're going to actually go through the Ultimate Spider-Man run. So we're going to do uh, the entire run. So before, before we get any further, let's have this quick conversation. You haven't played Spider-Man yet for PS4. I mean, I have started. Oh! Yeah, because I, I, so, I, so this is what I've happened. I've second playthrough. So this, this is what happened. I, um, I, I, it took me two hours to get home from work on Thursday. And halfway through that ride, you know, when you're, when you're sitting in traffic on a ride from home that should be, you know, you're going home, you should be getting comfortable. Um, you start thinking things like, the fuck, am, why am I, I'm not going in tomorrow. And so I woke up on Friday, was like, <laughs> I'm sick. I'm not going in. Um, and so while I, you know, was supposed to be, you know, reading up and doing some, putting some stuff together for this Robin's character corner, the back of my mind, I'm like, we also have already covered these characters a little bit too. So you have a little bit of time. So I set up this, um this uh spider-man uh exclusive console and put spider-man in and i started playing so uh i'm not that i'm very 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 early beginning but, stages yeah, but let's just talk about the beginning like going out jumping out that window the first time you feel like spider-man yeah i mean th- so i uh, uh, i said this on the nerve yesterday it it's a lot like it's it, it feels like the arkham games and, and, and what i mean by that is it feels like that in like you become the character like when you play the arkham games you are batman yeah. Um, when Insomni- the, the thing about this is it's because Spider-Man's two personas actually matter. The balance of Peter Parker and Spider-Man. See, this is why this is why me and you are good as um as as podcast hosts because we did not talk about this before. This is literally he's bringing this on me now. I was literally just about to make that point. Um, <laughs> I, no, I'm serious. Like the, the 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 difference between this and the Arkham games is you do play some pieces as Peter Parker. And actually, sometimes other characters, because I got the one... I remember when they announced it, it was like, yeah, you'll play as other characters. You'll play as MJ. You're like, fuck, I'm going to play as MJ as. And then you're like, oh, no, wait, I see why. I, okay. This is the most badass MJ in the mythos ever. She's awesome. Well, that's the other thing, too. It's like they've, they've changed a little bit of, of, of some of the characters, but just like some of some of these other these games have done, you're like, no, this actually makes sense. It actually makes it better, and um, I'm actually liking this. And... um. Yeah, like when when that played that when she was like, yeah, you know, well, this is what happened 15 minutes ago, and you play as her 15 minutes ago, you're like, oh wait, you know what? This is like, so now it's not even like, so if 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 the 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 Arkham games are a Batman simulator, what this Spider-Man game is, it is it's a comic come to life because you now have done the thing where you now go and see what some other characters are doing while the main character is doing something else. That's what you're doing it's not here. Even that. You know what it is. That is a Batman simulator, but this is a Spider-Man simulator, and this goes to show you historically difference between DC and Marvel. No, absolutely, hundred percent. Because Peter Parker matters and Bruce Wayne doesn't. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. So, um, yeah, I, um, I am purposely not trying to uh, jump into this game too much. 
uh, until uh, I get everything I need to get done <laughs> before, I'm before this. I'm playing it again because the story's that good. No, it is. It, it and and I found myself like I end up. I was supposed to be reading some of these these, these issues the last <laughs> night, and I found myself playing for like an hour and a half, and I'm like, this is dope. I have, I literally had to pull myself away. No, it's that good. Yeah, uh, it's it is. It, this is, so is a fun. We'll, we'll, we'll let you finish this, the story, and then we'll figure out when we're doing the. Uh... Character corner on that. We'll have that interspersed with the uh, Ultimate Spider-Man. Run absolutely, because, absolutely, uh, it's going to happen. Um, but like I said at the beginning of this, uh, we're not here to talk Spider-Man. We are. Here, we're doing that next month. We are here <laughs> to um, finish up uh, the Robins, and um, like I said, the, the main two Robins here we're talking about are uh, Tim Drake and uh, Damian Wayne. Um, and and here's the thing: th- this is probably not. Uh, I don't want to make. A, I hate making promises about shortening of lengths because they always end up going longer than that. But we have covered both of these characters and at least their origins before. I mean, we actually did an entire character corner. Uh, Tim Drake was our first Robin, and that was like one of the one of our earlier earlier uh, character corners here. And um, we decided we we're going to revisit because there's a lot of things that happened uh, in some of the rebirth stuff with the Detective Comics, which I caught up on. Which yes, we need to talk about this. Um, <laughs> but um, it, it's funny to me because so so when we started doing uh the last one we talked about how you know it was grayson and uh, grayson and todd right i mean they're like the wayward sons and and while all the robins are technically you know viewed as you know the sons of batman i feel like tim and damien are the ones that are actually the sons like you know, Grayson became a ward of Bruce Wayne. He never really was this, you know. Oh, I, retroactively, they've all been adopted. Right, right. They, they, retroactively, they've all done that. But, but initially, from, from the get-go, right, um, Tim was actually adopted. Uh, and then Damien is actually his, his flesh-and-blood son. And I think in the way, I mean, he still makes mistakes with both of them. I mean, Bruce, I think, I think with Robbins, you definitely see that Bruce is, um, Bruce lacked the, 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 he lacked his parents growing up. Well that's, well, that's also part of the cool thing about reading all these like, kind of in a row is that you get to see Bruce grow and develop as a father figure. Like, he's better with Damien than he was with Tim, and he's better with Tim than he was with Jason, clearly. Oh, absolutely. And, and, as, and, and basically raised himself. Like, let's be real, real. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, to the point where he kicked him out of the cave. Like, it, it, things went left with it. So it just turned out better than it did for Jason. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And um, it's and it's also funny seeing, you know, the because I also look at like so to me you do the pairings of Grayson and and, and Drake and, and and Todd and and, and Damien because like uh, Dick and Tim are basically the they represent the, the the good elements of Batman right Batman without the baggage even though they have their own baggage and they have their own things they're kind of yeah. the 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 what you would assume to be Batman. Jason and Damien are the 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 bad boys. The the this the, they represent the anger and rage of Bruce Wayne, um, but they did them in, in different ways. Like when you look at the way both of these characters were done, it's not just that Bruce Wayne as a character himself became a better father and became better understanding how to raise children, but I also feel like the writers themselves also be starting to understand too is like what these Robins represented because. You know, Damon's track is very similar to, to to Jason's. You know, fans don't really like him. He's he's a little he, he's arrogant. He's he he'll make you pull your hair out. Um, he has a lot of anger and rage. But the way and he, he's died and come back, you know. Um, but the way they've treated him, the way they stuck with him, 
it 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 makes it so the story is he's getting the story that Jason never got as a Robin, right? You know, um, so uh, I guess we start 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 first with uh with Tim, Tim Drake. Um, so Chris and I are about the same age, and when we talk about Robin and talk about the Robin we grew up with, we're talking about Tim Drake. He was introduced as Tim Drake in uh, Batman four thirty six in uh, nineteen eighty nine. He slipped on the Robin suit to save Batman and Dick Grayson in the Batman 442. And his first appearance in the modern Batman, oh, excuse me, Robin suit was uh, in Detective Con, oh, excuse me, hold on, let me make sure this issue right, because it's relevant to what I'm about to say. Uh, it was Batman number 457. Uh, <clears throat> Norm Brayfogle uh, drew it, and uh, he passed away on the 27th, so just a few days ago. And uh, if you, the name rings out in, in, you remember from somewhere earlier in the uh, decade, his very public battle with cancer highlighted the freelance nature of uh, comic book artists and uh, comic book writers. He didn't have insurance to cover his, his, his health. And so there were lots of, um, the community kind of rallied and, and helped uh, find ways to assist him with his medical bills through online fundraiser. But uh yeah, it's uh, it's very sad, but this is uh, it's I thought it was really interesting that we're having to talk about Tim uh, Tim Drake on uh, kind of very sad day for comics. Yeah, yeah, it um, and like I said, that is the Tim Drake um, that is the Robin the most. Like it's it, it, we've talked about this before when we did the Robin character corner, we basically said that Tim Drake was a forgotten Robin, and technically that's Stephanie, not Tim. But like, <laughs> I mean, we're gonna be we're gonna be real and be fair. Um, but it, it, what we say about that, because, um, it always seems that when, when Pete, when we get modern depictions in like, um, TV shows, cartoons, or even like a, um, streaming service, uh, the depiction that you get a Robin, at least the, the look, it's always Tim Drake's look. It's always his aesthetic, right? It's it's the 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 cape, the the dark cape, with um uh, and you you get the the, the bow staff. It's always a very important one to me, and it's like I don't think people understand that giving someone like you know Dick Grayson a bow staff doesn't make sense because again, Dick was an acrobat, mm-hmm. didn't need a bow staff. Like he, matter of fact, if you think about it, very rarely it wasn't until I think he became Nightwing that he actually even used the sticks. It's like he didn't need to. His whole thing was being an acrobat. Um, right. Jason was kind of the same way because it, depending on which version of Jason you go with, his first background was a being an acrobat as well. Um, ah. if you, you, you said what? I just laughed because of pre-crisis. So. Right, right. Pre-crisis is an acrobat. Post-crisis, he's just more of a natural fighter. Um, Tim wasn't a fighter. Tim, if you want to be honest, Tim's a nerd. Tim's a nerd. He's a nerd. He's a nerd who figured out Batman. Uh, again, like we said, you know, we, we covered this when we did the Batman run, A Lonely Place of Dying, shortly after, um, when I, I guess not shortly, but after um, Jason's death, uh, Batman is is clearly grieving, and you, we see that, I mean, if you're reading the current Tom, Tom uh, King Batman, you know, Batman doesn't take emotions well. He doesn't do grieving and handling it's, bad emotions yeah. well. It's not good. He hasn't processed. He, no. Last time he processed, he put on a bat suit. <laughs> right. Last time you pro- Every time you process a tragedy, it's never good. Um, no. So, so you have a young kid who basically figured out. He figured out that 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 um, Dick Grayson was 
was was Robin because of he was seeing the way uh, Robin would move and the somersaults he would do, and he was like, I know the quadruple somersault. He's yeah. only seen it once in his life. Yeah. And can, I, can I commit some blasphemy here? Go ahead. I know we're about to talk about Tim Drake and his origins, and for, for a more in-depth read, I would say go back to the character corner. Yeah. I like James Tinian's version better. Are you talking about the one that they did in um, New 52? Only Place in Living? Oh, the Only Place? Okay. I didn't see that one. The, the Detective either. Comics one? The Detective Comics one. Oh, the, oh, okay. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That version of this origin, I love. Yeah. No. It's so concise. It's so... And, and, it, and it touches on how smart Tim is from the get-go. Because if you listen to the character corner, I touch on some <clears throat> revisions. We're going to get to those. Tim We're Drake's gonna... origin They're not during New 52. It's gone now. You can all come out. Don't be afraid. Tim's Tim again. Yeah. Because the detective comics room we're going to talk about, they go through the origin. They retell it. And it's Tim who says, well, I, I believe the line was, if you work backwards from the knowledge that Dick Grayson is, is Robin and Bruce Wayne is Batman, it's easier to figure out. Yeah. Yeah. Like, once you have that set, then... And, 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 they, and they show... So, so what you have here is Tim, different than every other Robin that's been there. There's two things that stand Tim out. One, he, um, this is, he had both his parents at the time. He was not an orphan. He did not suffer in some tragedy. He, was, um, he wasn't trying to be a Robin. He was actually trying to get Dick Grayson back in the Robin suit because he knew that Batman needed Robin. Um, and he's very, very smart, and he has natural detective skills. Um, and, and that makes him a unique Robin in that out of when you look at everybody else that's here, and, and I think you can kind of look back at it and say that in some way Tim did need to be Robin and Tim did want this and Tim, Tim needed this as just as much as, as part of his life as uh, because he's clearly you being a hero and jumping off of, of rooftops like you, there has to be something in you to want to do that. Um, well, it's, it's interesting because I was rereading some, some flash stuff and there's an issue of. I guess it's it's right when he's after Blitz when he's got his memories back and he's showing everyone who he is. Mm-hmm. He goes by the tower and he's talking and you see Wally's uh, caption about Tim and says he's not driven like Bruce or Jason or even Dick by loss. He's driven by an intense need to do good. Yeah, and 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 that's yeah. what makes so Tim. Unique. Yeah, he, it makes him unique. It makes him very very unique. If, if you want to be honest here, it puts him more in line. You say with Barbara. Hmm. Than, than with the other Robins, because every other Robin... Really? So, right. It, it, like, so, so when you get Jason and, 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 and Dick, you get two that are motivated by loss, what they don't have. Um, in a way, Dame, we'll get into Damien a little bit later, Damien's kind of the same way. Damien's basically, you know, he's seeking the approval of his father. He's seeking some kind of love that he never got, because basically grown in an artifice or womb, you know, to... And... and, and, and you know, absent of any love. Tim didn't have that. Tim actually had two, two, two loving parents. Um, I mean, he eventually, I mean, because I, I think you cannot have Batman and Robin without some kind of tragedy. He eventually has tragedy to befall him, but like he has a whole life and, and you, and that's part of his story is his relationship with his father and his father finding out that he's Robin and, and all that stuff being in there, being part of that all of that stuff is in there. And I think that, that giving him that complete picture is what made him uh, such, an, such an interesting Robin. To the point... And, and go, go ahead. I was just saying, just continue that kind of looking at the 30,000-foot the look view of Tim Drake. It's interesting because 
because he was the Robin for so long, he kind of became the Robin of the generation. Like he, they dealt with teenage pregnancy and they dealt with like mm-hmm. gun violence in schools. Like they did a lot of stuff. They, people forget that this Robin run lasted for over 180 issues. God damn it. See, we're too on. This, this, I'm, I'm, are we Batman and Robin? Cause I'm just gonna be, it's like, we don't, I, I don't think you guys understand. Even when we do the character corner, while I do come up with some kind of stuff here, I do not, for the most part, share it with, at this point, like this, like whatever, we, I, we both know it. At this point, I, we, we used to, we used to go back and share like the issues. We have not done that the last several character corners. And I'm saying that because I was literally just about to bring up the fact that this, that, that Robin volume three, I think it is. Yeah. Is it, it is a hundred and eighty three issues and goes and it so runs from nineteen ninety three to two thousand nine. Like it is up. Like I'm, I looked at that and I had, I had to take a I had to take a double look and I was like, wait a minute. Robin ran from one eight one nineteen ninety three to two thousand nine. Like, but this is something we've seen with with other back characters. Remember the um. Batgirl Volume One. We were like, wait, Cassandra was the first first Batgirl to have her own run. And you look at it, it's like it's not short. It's like sixty some issues. Like, yeah, and we're like, oh, that's great. And then we look up and see Tim is just carrying this fucking book for <laughs> sixteen years. And, and and so you're right. It's like when you think Robin, it's it, it's it's so funny to me because when did um when when did Wally take over after a Crisis? So eighty seven or eighty eight. Look at, I mean, if Wally same way, Wally took over the Flash book and became Flash for about that long, and here goes Tim takes over as Robin and is Robin for almost about that long. It's like these are two characters again. When we say you know, uh, uh, Wally West is our Flash, that's the reason why because he was the Flash. When we say Tim Drake is Robin's because look, I mean, hundred eighty three issues. <laughs> so one of my favorite panels in comics is uh, there's this uh, Young Justice issue where. Uh, Impulse and Superboy are, are complaining about their favorite comics being canceled because their comics have just gotten canceled. Mm-hmm. They say, yeah, man, our favorite books are canceled, but these these nonsense books just stay on the shelves because their affiliation made with a larger character. And then Robin walks in the room and says, hey, guys, what are you guys talking about? <laughs> and they just glare at him. Because <laughs> it's true. It's <laughs> so good. You know? And, but you're but you're right about what, what, what Tim Tim's book dealt with because, you know, at some point... Um, they introduced Stephanie Brown. We'll get to her in a little bit. You know, uh, dealing with her, her getting pregnant. Her dealing. Uh, there's at one point I know she talked about being raped, and I believe that's when um, uh, Tim almost kills. I can't remember. Almost kills some character. Uh, fuck, can't remember who it was. Um, but yeah, it's like these books deal with all this kind of stuff, and you have um, it, it's it, it's it's the same reason why you bring up Teen Titans. You have a you have a teenage character set in this Batman world that young people can kind of relate to. It's like, you, maybe you're too young to be Batman, but you can always be Robin, you know, and, right. and look at what Robin can do. And he's not just, it's not, and it's not just, and again, with, with Tim Drake, it's so different because it's not just that he's, um, he's a Robin and he has his training, but because he's also so smart. But we should go back to it as well, like with the, the we, we talked about this before, but like, they bring they bring back Robin after having killed off uh, Jason Todd, and I think one of the things they've done to kind of to kind of eat to, to, to kind of fix the mistake they made with Jason is Jason was conceived to basically be a, a Dick Grayson clone, which is never a good idea, especially especially initially. Yeah, initially it was, and then when he was no longer a Dick Grayson clone. Then they ba- they they changed his po- okay so they changed his origin post crisis. You then have made this character 
who you're not going to like because you see him as he's the other. He's the also ran. It's it's the well, Batman only got him because he really he was he was lonely because Dick left. So you never get this connection. Because, it's funny because. You're right. He's he would never give it a chance because what they did was they're like, well, oh, we can't make Dick make it the anti-Dick. Like, wait a second. Like, you can't take away all redeeming qualities from the character and expect people to like it. Yeah. So, so they didn't give him a chance. With with, with Tim, you're given you're, you're given some ways. So first is the way he comes in it that he doesn't want the he doesn't want to be Robin. There's him. He's trying to get Dick Grayson to back to being Robin. He's saying that Batman needs a Robin. He's kind of easing his origin. Kind of eases people back into the idea that Batman and Robin can never die, and Batman and Robin needs to exist as a as a as a unit. And um, he's never seen as replacing uh, re- replacing Dick Grayson or replacing even replacing Jason. Um, well, even even funnier than that, because Marv Wolfman wrote this, and he's a, a master of kind of uh, finding ways to, um, and to to involve the audience. Tim Drake, Tim Drake's a fan. Yeah, yeah. He's literally like the kid reading the comic. Like, if you figure out I could be Batman, maybe you could be Robin. Like, yeah. he's the ultimate fan, like fan character. Yep. And and so that eases people back in, and then later on, when you get to some of these later issues, when Jason comes back and things like that, and Jason, uh, like uh, what what I like about uh, the thing about the Robins is they fall into these groups. Like uh, Tim and Tim Tim gets along with uh, everybody but Damien because well, Damien doesn't get along with anybody really, except for well, eventually he gets along with Grayson, but um, but Tim and Jason start having start start forming this bond later on. Uh, that obviously is not there between Jason and, and Dick Grayson, but uh, Jason has this bond with with with, uh, with, with Tim because Tim's basically like, even though he got beat, you know, uh, uh, Jason beat him up that one in that one Titans issue, because um, because Tim sees him, he's like, listen, you know, you see me as the guy who replaced you, but and you think that I don't understand what you're going through, but I was oh, I was the kid that was filling the shoes of a dead Robin, like I also went through some shit, like. It took me forever to like, and this one thing I will say I, I get about the new 52. I, while I hate the costume, the whole idea of him, he was never really Robin. He was red Robin. Mm-hmm. Um, but the reason behind it, I kind of understood. It's like, yo, I never felt comfortable filling in that shoes because you were the Robin that died. You were the Robin. You weren't just the Robin that died. You were the Robin that died in the line of duty. Right. You died it, doing it, Robins did. And so it's like they formed this bond and you kind of under and like you see that Tim gets it and Jason and Tim have this friendship almost, you know? Yeah, cuz they cuz cuz when Jason came back and tried to kill Bruce and tried to kill Dick and and, and tried to kill him and, and everyone just kind of reacted to anger and defiance and Tim's like, "Dude, you got killed. I get it." I'd be pretty upset if I got killed too. Right. You know, it's just like, and so it's, 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 it's funny seeing those, uh, how the Robins all get along because they're all, they all have these different, these different tragedies. All, they're all, uh, sons, if you will, to a guy who, let's be honest, has his own, you know, issues. (laughs) Um, so, uh, again, like I said, we, we covered a lot of the the Tim stuff. We won't cover too much. I, I guess we can jump all the way. You want to jump all the way to crisis? Identity crisis. Since we've covered, I guess we all- have to. Which, by the way, man, I reread that. And it's first yeah. of all, good job, Ryan Meltzer. It's a really good book. Yeah, it is. It's, it's one of the few crises that you know that I like. It's before before the crisis name literally just kind of made me. It just, again, none of the crises are, are super bad. They just it just they just 
I just get annoyed. I just get annoyed. It, so, so soon after Tim Drake had been revealed to be Robin to his father, his father said, no more, you're done. And uh, he quits. He respects his father's wishes. Stephanie steps in. We'll talk about that later. But then eventually comes back to being Robin. So there's a period where he's Robin and his dad knows. And during identity crisis, which we're not going to get into here, I'm not doing it. We've done it like we've done it like four or five times already, guys. Listen, I, to any, I listen, listen to any of our listen to any of our DC books. Like I think the uh, the the Wally West one, the Tim Drake one, the first time we did it, the Teen Titans one. Let, listen to any of them. Let's just, let's, just say, let's just say that someone's targeting the loved ones of heroes, and Tim's father dies. The hands of Captain the scene that they, the scene that they wrote and drew for that, Brad Meltzer and Rags Morales. My God. Mm-hmm. Tim's yeah. stripping off the Robin suit, and then it says, and then and what, what was it like? Uh, Jack Drake and Tim and T- Jack and Tim Drake, father and son, at the beginning of the issue, mm-hmm. and then the, the panel at the end, Batman and Robin orphans, and you're yeah. like, what the? Fuck, yeah, it's Alex? it's a uh, yeah. If that doesn't hit you a little bit, you're just like, mm, Batman and Robin orphans. You're like, god damn it! <laughs> it's like again, what are Batman and Robin without some tragedy? Man, it's uh, and then from there, you know. uh Bruce offers to adopt him. Tim resists it, and uh, yeah. Well, Tim suffers uh, from here. Like Tim suffers a uh, several over the years. Several suffer so ah suffers several um major um major deaths. I mean, uh, in an Infinite Crisis, Superboy dies, and Batman yeah. War Game, Stephanie dies. It's like yeah. he he goes through a lot of shit <laughs> of, of death, yeah. like fairly fairly frequent after this, you know. Um, and, um, I, I guess I want to quickly take this, do the Stephanie Brown stuff real quick, just because it's not, let's talk about Steph. Cause we, we, we did again with Steph, we've already covered her. If you uh, listen to the best bad girls part one, we did her along with, uh, Barbara Gordon. Um, we cover her entire stuff, uh, her from uh, Swirler to, to her short, again, shortest as Robin, I think in existence, it was like two issues, wasn't it? That was longer than that because she also did some Teen Titans. She did two Teen Titans issues. Okay, like they did a good job of of seeding her around the universe so that you would see that there was Steph was Robin, and so, so yeah. When Tim is forced to walk away from the Robin mantle, Bruce makes Steph Robin. He later admits he well, did this to drop him back, and that's been some that they didn't they because because at first they made it seem like Steph came in and demanded that she be Robin. Um, and then I think, cause I know there's a lot of controversy around that decision because, and, and I can get that because it also doesn't seem like, well, it's kind of weird. I felt like we already had done that, right? We did that with, with Jason. So, so Bruce. I don't think Jason's purpose was to make Tim, make, uh, Dick come back. I well, think maybe not that, to make Dick come back, but it was a, one of the things where Bruce made a rash decision because, you know, he was lonely and whatnot. It just. I don't know. I I, I seem that it, it didn't. No, Bruce was mad. Bruce was mad that Jack had taken Tim away from him. True. Bruce was Bruce was trying to shake because in his mind it was Jack and Tim's head. Just needed to shake Tim out of it, and thought that seeing Stephanie in the suit would do that. Mm-hmm. And it didn't. And she died. Yeah. Um. Batman War Game. She uh tries to kick off one of his his plans for. Uh, ending the ending gangs in Gotham, not realizing that um, 
one of the characters was actually his alter ego. And it was um, Post Malone or something like that. And Batches uh, Malone. Ma- Batches Malone, and it, which is basically Bruce in... Um, Bruce with a mustache. Yeah, Bruce with a mustache. And Be real, like, like Patches Wolverine with an eye patch. Mm-hmm. Patches Malone is Bruce Wayne with a mustache. And she's killed by... It was Black Mask that killed her, right? Was it Black Mask? Yeah, Black Mask killed her. Yeah. Or killed her, didn't kill her. I don't know. As far as far as I'm concerned, she did die because I think I think while Leslie Thompson does bring her back, it's she she did die on that table. She was dead. Mm. So, um, and that pretty much ends Stephanie as as Robin. I mean, like I said, I, I, I to me, I think it's important because it does come up later on about you know why was her costume never in, um, never in the in more memoriam for uh Robins uh. I know Bruce at one point later on does uh, later on down the line does tell her it's like, no, you were a Robin. You you were you you know. And now I believe her costume is is hanging up in in the back cave in, in some of these in some of these books. Um, yeah, pre- yeah, yeah, right. But I do believe because we'll, and we'll get into that when we get to the rebirth stuff. Um, but I do believe that if you really want Steph like Batgirl. Like she has, she was in Batgirl. She she uh, had her her own her own book. I think that was a, a volume four. Um, even her twenty two sp- issues. Hmm. Twenty two or twenty three issues. Yeah, it had enough. Um, it's a good little run, man. It's a fun book. I really enjoyed that book. Yeah, and and so again, so I was like, you got to mention her as a Robin because she did put the suit on in you know in continuity. I know there was also uh, I I I don't really talk about the Robin with uh the, the Dark Knight Returns and stuff like that, but like she was yeah she was actually in continuity as a Robin. Um, but I just feel like when it comes to Stephanie, she's she's there's so much more to her character. Um. Uh, than her just being, you know, a Robin. There was her, her as spoiler, and then her as Batgirl, probably way more significant than, um, at least for her character. Now her dying does, you know, bring Tim back. Um, but like I said, it's a uh, that's just where I'm gonna leave it that for for that. So, um, yeah, I think Bruce formally adopts him from Batman yeah. six fifty four. Um, and, uh, I like that issue. It's a nice little issue where, you know, Bruce basically, it, again, it, it shows you how Bruce is not, uh, comfortable with these kind of things at all. At all. <laughs> Cause he starts to say it and he basically goes, I'm not good at this. I, uh, Alfred, can you, can you, can you, can you, can you finish this? Can you handle this? Cause I, I just, I don't, I, I don't know what to say, <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, but uh let me see yeah what is this it's like um it's like i've given you a life a lot of thought late uh i've given your life a lot of thought lately you you need more you deserve more you have more uh you uh, you deserve more than you have your father and mother are dead i forgot about that also after his mother his his father dies um his mother goes kind of kind of goes kind of crazy how does his mother die i never could remember how his mother died he dies in Tim's uh, mother dies in the one of the, in the I think Robin the third miniseries because what happened was they did three miniseries and then they did uh, the ongoing yeah so it's really longer than one in three which is even more impressive right I mean, um, it's a long time I'm, it's the same it's the same trip where his dad gets crippled got you no wait I thought his mother was alive after his father oh, it is a step that's much what it is his stepmother that's yeah a stepmother. yeah. Okay. Uh, you have no one. Uh, I'm not doing a good job of saying this. Alfred, lead on. 
<laughs> yes, Master Bruce, let's show Master Tim what we have in mind. Because Bruce just doesn't, he just, he can't, he can't do this kind of stuff. He just tells him, it's like, this could be your room, Tim. It was Dick's, he would want you to live here as he did. I understand, you've already given me the stable. That isn't enough, we're a team. Wayne Manor should be your home. Dick was my, my ward legally, it gave him security. I think you should have that too. However, the laws have changed. I can't adopt you as my ward. For you to have the security you, you, you feel you deserve, I'd have to adopt you as my son. I don't know how you feel about that, Tim. I don't know. I, I do know that I can never replace your father, but I have, I'd have to try. And it's so funny because this is this awkward scene where, you know, Tim's, Tim's hugging Bruce. They're, they're both in, still in their costumes. He's hugging Bruce, crying. And, and, and you see Bruce almost not know how to, what to do with his hand. <laughs> like, Bruce is so awkward at this point. He doesn't know how to show emotion. But this goes, when we get to Damon, I'm going to show, like, people go, no, I can't stand Damon. I was like, you do realize he is his father's son, right? Probably why I can't stand him. Right! It's like nobody can stand Batman. Nobody actually likes, like, when you, when you hear, like, it's so funny when you hear, some of the other people, the other family talk about Bruce and Batman. Like, there's that one point, like, um, I can't remember what, where, where it is in this. I think it is, I can't think of, I don't know if it's a rebirth, de- Detective Comics issues or something else like that. But it, it might be the Red Robin one, where you have, um, I think it's Red Robin. And he, when, when he's in the Red Robin run, he's talking to uh, Stephanie, he's having Stephanie help him with something. And she's like, no, 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 Bruce isn't crazy. She just looks at him like... Are you out of your mind? Bruce is absolutely crazy. He's out of his fucking <laughs> mind. Like, what are you doing? Like, you know Bruce is crazy. Don't say Bruce wouldn't do something like that. That's you crazy. crazy. <laughs> you all know Bruce is crazy. So it's so funny to me because it's like, yo, know, then Damien comes to the thing, you're like, oh, and it's like it's almost like it snaps and Bruce is like, Oh, so is that what I sound like? Oh, yeah, we gotta fix that. I I can't. That's that's not gonna fly. That's not gonna fly. That's not gonna fly. Um so, uh, what, do you, what do you want to go into next? Do you, do you want to kind of go into the Damien stuff? And then... Yeah, we, we have to talk about how, how he got here. So, Damien kind of shows up one day. And this is when Robin's been adopted. He is Tim Drake Wayne. He is Robin. And all that goes to shit. Uh, well, thank Grant Morrison. Because Grant Morrison is a crazy person. And Grant Morrison sees all the little nice pictures. This is why I can't wait. We didn't bring this up on the mailbag. I cannot wait for that Grant Morrison uh, Green Lantern run. Cause it's gonna scare the I'm shit so, out of me. I don't know. <laughs> it's gonna. I'm sc- a, I don't know. I, I've I've really enjoyed what's been going on with Green Lantern, and too bad. <laughs> Grant Morrison's. I know. I know. I'm just saying. Like it all may not. And now that was all the dream of a giant fish. Here's the new story. Like I don't know. He could just, just like ah. Look, I love Grant Morrison. I was very excited, but I was also very worried. Look, I I love Grant Morrison's writing, but. When I tell you, if you are attached to something, or if you like the way the status quo is going, if your characters are happy, Grant Morrison gets on your book, strap in. Because um, he literally, uh, we, we covered this when we started it. It's, it's, it starts off it's very silly with you know, Batman literally taking down Batmen, <laughs> man bats. Um, yeah. And you think everything's fine, and then Talia shows up, and she literally drops Damien off the war. Hey, by the way, this is your son. Have fun. Good luck. Good luck. Not only is he your son, I've been training him since birth to be a perfect assassin. Yes. You know? Um, I, I, I mentioned it before. Damian Wayne is basically a Bruce Wayne clone. You know, it's basically if Bruce Wayne was born in a test tube, raised by assassins, and denied the basic level of a child to be given, that is Damian. And, and, and I totally get why some people are just like, I can't stand him. 
He's he's kind of like Jason in a lot of respect. He's arrogant, rude, cocky. Um, but even more than that, I think would really. And I was just thinking about this. This is what this is why I understand why what what really sticks to Damien. Besides, um, and we'll get into this when we when we hit the new fifty two stuff. Besides the fact that they keep resetting certain elements of the the DC universe, so characters can't grow, which I think is the the. the the biggest tragedy of Damien to me is that is that every time he gets some growth, they almost like reset the universe, so it feels like he goes back to the beginning with a new set of creators, so you don't get okay. that growth stain. That's fair. Let's but also let's be real, real about who Damien is. Damien's an asshole. Well, he's like a- yes, he grows and he changes, but he's an asshole. I'm going to direct you to one of my favorite issues of all time, Detective Comics. I believe it's six seventy five or seven seventy five. Um, the big meeting when they're talking about Batwoman, which we'll talk about later. But there's one panel. Were they having a quote-unquote family meeting? I don't know. What do you think, Damien? I don't think any of you should be allowed to call yourselves Bat Family. That's all you have to say? What else is there to say? What a dick. No, he is. Well, here's the thing. Just a dick. Well, here's the thing. So beyond, beyond the, the, creative, the creative issues, which I, which I admit, the things I think that you, I don't think you're supposed to like Damien for the same reason. You don't like the legacy at your job. You do not like the person who, who got in there who was a legacy because... That's what we hate about about a lot of these legacy people, right? These they come in, they believe they're owed the position because of who their parents are. They don't have to really work to get it. Because here's the thing: he uh, shortly after it gets put into the rock. He doesn't even get put in the Robin costume. He literally almost kills Tim to put yeah, on he, the Robin. He only beats Tim damn near to death. Yeah, he beats him near damn near to death to take his costume and put a costume on. Um, and they don't have to work to get. They 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 work hard, but they don't have to work hard to get to where they're at. And they don't care about anybody but themselves. It's like Damian Wayne is the he is the rich legacy who fully believes that yeah, all you guys have been here before. You guys have just been warming my seat. I'm here now. I'm the true heir. I'm his. I'm his son. This is what I'm owed. This is what I deserve. You all are just you know. I don't need anybody else. I I I I, I get it because it's my birthright. And now, kind of kind of saying it out loud and hearing you because you made a really good point. But it also reminds me that. Kind of the reason why he almost feels reset sometimes is because we get the issues where we get the introspection. I've read issues where it's pointed out that I'm, I, I act this way because I'm insecure because he chose to you. I was mm-hmm. thrust upon him. Well, like you get to see the, the, the layers of Damien, and I'm glad that he goes back. I'm almost kind of glad that we get kind of quote unquote the reset because it shows that he works to keep that front up. That what? when it crumbles, it crumbles. But like, even when he's like, they were uh, the first issue of Batman Year Fifty Two is when um, they're all going to some party at the manor, and uh, Batman says uh, running diagnostics for facial recognition, and Tim says Tommy's not using facial rec for this party, and Damien just snaps the party's using it to remember who you are, Drake. Right. Like, like it's and and I I want to make sure that we're clear on this. The Damien you get in the beginning is not the Damien we have now. Like there have been some like Chris yeah. said missteps and resets. But he has grown as a character. He has shown appreciation for his family. Like, and you've seen like the introspection of even a thirteen-year-old to say, "I act this way because I have no choice. I was raised away. I don't know how to be any other way, and it's where I'm most comfortable." And let's be honest, I'm an assassin dressed in like high society and costumes. This is very uncomfortable for me. Well, you got to remember also, like, I, I look at Damon as out of all because all the Robins represent a piece of. Batman or Bruce, right? To me, Damien, besides his anger, Damien represents the core, the core of Bruce, the core little child of Bruce. 
Huh? Well, not just that, but the, the the scared little boy who just wants the approval of his parents. It's like so much of Damien's stuff can be can be boiled down to he's because especially when he starts going on to redemptor because um, right before we got on this I, I was reading something I was reading um, uh, Robin son of Batman where he kind of goes on his atonement for his uh, his year of blood right and you really get in there you're like oh okay like he really is trying to now you know atone for the he, he understands he's trying to atone for the sins he's done in his past because he's, tr- he's literally trying to make his father proud. Like everything, like there's that, there's that scene when, um, and we're jumping all around here because we, and we're kind of doing something different than we have at other ones because we've kind of covered all this up before in order. Um, when we did the Batman run, when we did the Batman stuff, we pretty much covered all of Damien stuff as we went along through this. But, um, when, um, when, when, when Bruce disappears during that Morrison run, uh, I guess that was it. I guess it was Batman R.I.P. Yeah. Uh, actually, no, it was way after Batman R.I.P. It was, it was uh, during the Batman and Robin run when Batman finally comes back, and, and his father's back. He uh, he says something because um, before then, like Damon, while he was in the costume, it, 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 there, there was a lot of back and forth whether he should be in the costume, he shouldn't be in the costume. Um, when when and 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 Dick, when he takes over as Batman, pretty much fires Tim Drake and lets. Damien be Robin and when when Bruce comes back Damien kind of is it is so so striking because it seems so out of character but it's the real Damien he looks at his father it's like so do I get to keep being Robin you know it's like all he's looking for is the approval of his dad you know and it's a very striking thing like you said it's there are these moments when you you, you tend to forget you're like this kid's an asshole he's fucking terrible what the fuck is wrong with him i hate him and then these moments you go wait a minute this is just a small child who is a kid the kid's he's, a kid he's, he's, he's a legit kid he's a legit kid and he's doing everything could he think go ahead. go ahead no no go ahead that said, when the Robins do decide to like put him in his place, I really fucking enjoy it. Oh no, no, the no. fight between him and Tim and Red Robin yeah. when Tim's like, "That's it, I'm done. Not hold- I'm done holding back on this kid." <laughs> right. Because again, the first time, the first time they they because Damien decides that well, you're wearing the Robin costume and I that's mine. That's that's my heritage. So he he decides he's gonna fight Tim in the cave. And you know when when Tim actually kind of knocks him down, Tim's like, "All right, listen, kid, look, you know, let, let me help you up." Like, Damien still attacks, and, and and damn near, you know, really fucks up Tim. So Tim's like, "Yo, why? What, what is wrong with this little asshole?" Like, I'm trying to help. Like, it's just he can be so so annoying. So funny because during the, the Red Robin run, uh, Damien breaks into Tim's. Uh... Uh, warehouse and goes and sees his shadow protocols and how he's watching heroes he can see he can see his threats mm-hmm. and sees that Damien twist but Dick, but Dick isn't. Dick's like I'm not there because he never would be. But Damien is he says we need a code he'll never remember cousin Oliver because they call themselves the Brady girls which is fucking hilarious. <laughs> and it fits because Dick is Marsha Tim is Cindy and Jason is so Jan. Right. And Cousin Oliver is the Michaels they all hate. Mm-hmm. Yes, and he was like, "Yeah, you got to use a code that he'll never, he'll never, he'll never break that one. Right? He'll never understand it." Oliver. Right. <laughs> but it's, but it was so funny because again, it's like uh, Dick is like Dick is like, "No, look, look I, I get. It. I'll smooth it over with him. 
but I get it. <laughs> I get it. I understand it. The kid, he's Rasha Cool's grandson. You got to keep an eye on him. Well, yeah. So I mean, we kind of, we kind of, you know, you know, going back to his first appearance uh, during the Morrison run. If you reread uh, Batman: The Resurrection of Rasha Cool, you also see that you know, you also you also get this other idea of what Damien was supposed to be, which also becomes a, a thing that kind of tracks with him. That it wasn't just that he was going to be. You know, the heir to the bad and be Batman's son. At one point, Rache was actually, they were actually looking at him as, Rache, if you die and somehow your body, you can't make it back to Lazarus Pit, Damien can be a backup for you. It's a spare body. He's a spare body for Rache. And so what, what Damien, so, so when you get this, the full back, like if you just look at Damien by himself and in the Robin suit, just in the, and just with, with what he does and says to the other Robins, you kind of don't get it. But then when you see the fact that, Yo, he's coming from a really horrible upbringing. You know, he is he is the son of, of Talia Ghul. He is the grandson of Rasha Ghul. He was supposed to be used basically as a spare spare body. When he doesn't do what his mother wants, they basically go out there and they clone a bunch of other versions of him <laughs> out there. Um, and uh, he eventually gets ends up getting killed by a an adult version of himself. You know, sent by his mother because his mother just gets fed up and it's like, you're not doing what I want. So she basically makes Bruce have to choose between saving Gotham or saving his, you know, saving Damien. It's just like she's, she's, she becomes spiteful because Damien rejects her. He rejects her and goes off and decides he's going to set his own path. And his path is going to be, he's going to make his father proud. And that means he got to give, because again, that's the other thing too, we, we kind of skipped over. He's raised by assassins. When he comes in, he starts killing people. His version of, of cleaning up crime is to kill them. And so he has to unlearn not killing. Um, <laughs> uh, but there, there is some stuff that happens with him and uh, the, uh, Mr. Uh, Nobody. He ends up killing him and, and Bruce kind of keeps that quiet, but that kind of comes back in the son, uh, Robin, son of Batman. Um, but, uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything big. Um, I guess we can do this because the the, the, ba- the Batman and Robin run with. I, th- I think that's the one where he's Robin and Dick Grayson is Batman. I think that's the one that really kind of gives a lot of good definition to uh, to to. Yeah, to it's Damian. my favorite depiction of Damien. And uh, do you want to talk about some I guess New Fifty Two or maybe Rebirth stuff? Um, well, let's get into before we get into uh, the New Fifty Two. Let's go into New Fifty Two stuff before then. I just want to say that um, what I like about the because the, again we've talked about all of this stuff before. What I want to say about the, the, the Batman and Robin stuff uh, with, with Morrison, with uh, Damien and Dick is that that's where Damien eventually gets this respect for, for, for Dick Grayson. Like they become actually kind of kind of cl- close um, because he doesn't start off respecting Dick Grayson at all. But as they go through this, like that, that, that relationship actually builds. Um, and I found that kind of entry because now you have Tim and Tim and Jason are kind of close and you have Damien and Dick are kind of close. At one point, I, I can't remember if it's in New 52 or not. Uh, something happened with Nightwing in Nightwing's book and Damien's out there to help him, you know? And yeah. um, it's a, it, it, like I said, it's interesting seeing how that relationship built, built between him almost to the point that when you get into New 52 stuff, I'd actually even say that Damien and, and Dick Grayson were closer as Batman and Robin than Bruce and his own son were. Well, well, before Damien dies, he says, you're always my favorite Batman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because like, they work. They're, they, 
you're right. And I think one of the joys of the book of Grant writing it was we got to, or, or, or no, it wasn't Grant Morrison. Who ended up taking over that book? I can't remember who took it over, but Grant started it, but I can't remember who it went to after. It bugged the hell out of me because it's a great, just kind of, like you said, not just depiction of the relationship, but kind of you watch it grow, you watch it develop. You don't get told they went through hard times and eventually figured it out. No, the book is them going through the hard times and figuring it out. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So we get our first major reboot, New 52. Um, do you want to talk about what they did with, with Tim? Yeah. Tim I, was just, I was just talking about like the books in general. So the Bat books didn't get shaken up a lot. Them and Green Lantern were largely left untouched because of some would say behind the scenes power broking. I don't know. Um, but they decided to make some drastic changes to Tim Drake's character. Tim Drake's now a cover name. Mm -hmm. A kid who was too smart decided to try to crack Batman's identity. Batman caught him and stopped him. So he decided to incite a war with the Penguin by stealing all his money. He then came and attacked his family. His family put him in his protection. He's adopted under the cover of Tim Drake. Because Cheap and Bastardized is one of my favorite characters. Very important origins. You're a thousand percent right. It does. It, 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 it 100% does. This, 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 this origin. It, it, not, only, not only does it cheapen him, the costume wasn't that great. Costume was terrible. Costume was terrible. terrible. He also never, he was also never a Robin. A, a flat on Robin. He became Red Robin. He never took on the, the name Robin, and the, the actual name Robin, and never wore the actual Robin suit. He wore the Red Robin suit, but that was but he it. He did, did wear a um, Las Vegas showgirl costume, which I thought was interesting. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I didn't. Uh, it was one of those I changes. That, but you know what? The, you know what happened in um, New Fifty Two that I did love. Well, I don't know if you read this. Batman Eternal. Uh, I didn't read that, but I've I've heard I've heard I've heard about it. Okay, the Batman Eternal was a, a year long weekly limited series, and it was written by Scott Snyder, James Tenney, and the Fourth, Ray Fox, Kyle Higgins, and Tim Seeley. Basically, everybody who's written something good with <laughs> Batman. Yes, I just listened to those list of names. And I'm like, shit. That's just, that's like everybody has written anything good with Batman. So it's it's one year of extending the Bat Family of fighting different aspects of Batman and of one big plan against him. And the, the series opens with Batman tied to a bat signal while Gotham City's burning and no one in, in the guy and someone off panel saying it's all been leading to this. So it starts with Commissioner Gordon somehow blowing up or causing two trains to collide in a crime scene and being found for, guilty for the murder of all those people. And it unravels from there. And you see Batman, or you see, excuse me, you see Batgirl, Red Hood, and Batwoman working together. You see Tim Drake meet Stephanie Brown. He meets uh, Harper Rowe, who you'll know from the Bat books. It's showing all these origins. It's expanding the Bat universe in a way that I didn't really think was going to happen in 52. Selena Kyle comes, is, is, is intricately involved. Hush is involved. And you think it's all about Hush. And it's just really, really, really well done. I was really happy with the whole thing. And what happened was eventually, do you mind if I spoil here? No, no, go right, go right ahead. Cause like I said, this, this is, I, I don't think we covered when we did Tim Drake the first time we didn't do this. I was going to mention, we, we didn't, did. we didn't cover the, um, 
The Red, we already we covered the Red Robin stuff. So if anybody's going, you guys come to the Red Robin stuff. Listen to Tim Drake when we covered the Red Robin stuff. I love them. Red Robin stuff. Yeah, it's great. We covered it in there. So, but we didn't cover the Batman Internal stuff. So please go ahead and cover this one. So, it turns out that everything that's happening is being pull, strings are being pulled because on the end of the Night of Owls, if you remember from the Bat books, Owlman killed all the all the, the people sitting at the table. Mm-hmm. Apparently, before that, before Batman found them, someone else walked in and said, I had a plan to bring down Batman, and all he could find was Lincoln March. He says, I'll help you with your plan. That man was the motherfucking clue master, Stephanie Brown's dad, Arthur Brown. What Hush did for Riddler, this does for, for Clue Master. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. It's a really good, it's these two issues, it's a lot of reading, but it's really good. And my favorite thing about it is it leads into Batman and Robin Colonel. Because what you'll notice that happens here is that Dick Grayson never appears. Because this is during the time when Dick Grayson's dead in New 52. Mm-hmm. Then they tell Batman and Robin Eternal. And it's a story where Batman never appears in the present because it's after Batman, it's after Endgame in uh, the uh, Scott Snyder run. Yep. And it's the story of the Robins. And it's awesome. And it introduces Jean-Paul Valley, introduces uh, Cassandra Kane. It tells you that there's been a sleeper cell of made-to-order child assassins. That, that during a mission against the Scarecrow, Batman set Robin up Dick to look up bad so that he would be offered one of the assassins. Mm-hmm. It's, it's them closing a cold case from Bruce. The boys. And it's it's great, and it sets the table for probably my bet my favorite Bat Family book in a very long time, the Detective Comics run with t- uh, James Timney in the fourth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of table setting here because I think so. After uh, Endgame, that's why I read. Did, did you read Robin Set of Batman? Yes. Yeah, I like that one. I like I like seeing uh, I, I like seeing Damien kind of going off on his own. And basically atoning for everything he did, because basically what happened was the you know he to 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 be ready you know under his terrible parents, terrible uh, mother and 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 grandfather, he was set up to he was he, he had a year the year of blood where he had all these different things he had to go do to fill a uh, full commitment. Um, now there was a there was some side story back here that Ray didn't tell tell him. But uh, it was a lot of death, a lot of destruction, a lot of things going on. When he becomes Robin and when he, when he comes over with Bruce, they basically take all the things that he did, all the trophies he had taken, put them on the sub and basically almost like sunk them. Put them in, the, put them in, yeah. on, on Rachel Allen and stuff like that. And Damien decides that, and again, this is after you know, Endgame, Damien decides that if he's going to be Robin, if he's going to make his father proud, he has to go in and atone for all the things he's done. Um, one of those being, uh, when he had killed, uh, uh, nobody, uh, his, that, that, that villain's, uh, daughter shows up, Maya, and, uh, tries to kill him and they, they form a friendship and like, I, I thought it was actually good because again, it shows you the growth of Damien and, and shows that, um, like you said, like there's that one point where Maya hits him and knocks his tooth out and they, they're talking and he's like, yeah, so, um. He was like, he was like, yeah, it's fine. She, she got on a positive knock at the two. He was like, it's fine. It was loose anyway. She's like, what, all the fighting? He was like, no. And she's like, 
wait, was was that a baby tooth? <laughs> it starts laughing at him. Because you forget, it's like, he's a baby. Like, everything he's done, and you, you, you get this, just like, you really are a child. You still have your baby teeth. You know? Um, so I really enjoyed that, because, like, his mother comes back, uh, Talia, comes, Talia comes back, and this is after she had had him killed by the adult clone of himself. I know all that sounds fucking weird. It's not as weird when you read it uh, but it makes sense. He's clearly not happy to see his mother because she had right. him killed, you know. Um, but she's now trying to help save him and stuff like that. So, I I, I enjoyed um, Robinson of Batman. I thought I thought I thought it gave really good. It gave way more depth to the character. So if you're really trying to figure and see where Damien's mind is, I thought that was that that well, that was I a think, good one to have. I think DC editorials kind of heard the Damien's a dick thing because. Even in like the Titans book, he's Teen Titans book. He was they softened some of the edges. Not in the new one. He's an asshole in the new one. But in the old one, he they softened some of his edges. I'm sure they'll do that here as he gets closer to this team. But it's been it's been interesting. Like his, like you said, uh, he had a couple of guest appearances over in Nightwing uh, right before Metal that mm-hmm. I thought were really interesting and kind of highlighted their relationship. And I I just think that uh, they've done a really good job. Uh, the Superboy and Batman book, or excuse me. The Super Sons book was actually really entertaining. Yeah. And him and John Cannon are really good playing off each other. And that's, I've, I've, I've learned to appreciate Damien's Wayne's place in the mythos. And I don't know if you're reading the New Titans book, but post No Justice, he's determined that the Justice League doesn't go far enough. Hmm. And he's apparently, early in the book, you're like, oh God, he's killing criminals. But in actuality, he's holding them in some sort of, underground prisons, <laughs> kind of like a flash television show. And they recently revealed this week, spoilers, that the person helping him organize all this is Jason. Of course. <laughs> so I think we're getting a bit more of a, a Robin confrontation down the road, particularly when you talk about everything that happened in my favorite Bat family book, Detective Comics. Yeah. But before you get into that, because I want to get into what you were saying about Damien kind of softening him. This is something from like volume two of the Teen Titans book I was seeing. It's, um, he, he's talking he's talking to his dad right he's like um he's like where have you been father i've been trying to hail you for days there's a lot going on in gotham right now robin i may need you to return soon this is a secure line you can call me damien you know if you're calling to tell me what happened with deathstroke nightwing gave me the full report i heard my request that a teen titan somewhat re- weekly brief to me just listen for a minute i want to ask you about how the justice league de- delegates responsibilities and holds its members accountable we can talk about we can talk this weekend, but first some advice. Stay out of the spotlight, all of you. No more talking to reporters. Shut down the beast. Uh, shut down Beast Boy's vlog. Can't believe Beast Boy has a vlog. Uh, you've been attracting too much attention lately. Once people know you, they have power over you. Know me. Give them hope, but don't be their ex- ex- uh, entertainment. Batman, out. You don't know a damn thing about me. And this is when uh, Raven walks in. She kind of calls Damien out, and this is like, you know, you're. She she kind of again. It's the whole idea of showing. You know, seeing through Damien, and she kind of calls him. She's like, "Oh, you're just a kid trying to get the approval of his father. You don't." Ha-, she's like, "You don't have to prove anything to him. You don't have to prove anything to anybody else. You're trying too hard." And once you see those aspects of Damien, you're like, "Oh, I kind of get it." You know, a, a kid in his point of view would try too hard, and um, I think as long as they can keep showing that kind of stuff and seeing that around there, um, the character will soften and get up on you. Kind of get it because not gonna lie, when he sets his Teen Titans team up in in uh, when he Puts a Teen Titans team together in um, uh, in in Rebirth. He's such an asshole. He literally kidnaps them. Yeah. Yes. Yes. He, like, and I, I, we can all understand it. We can get it. He's still a dickhead. 
And I still bask <laughs> in the issue where Tim Drake whips his ass in Red Robin. I, mean, I love that issue. He doesn't know how to make friends. He doesn't know how to make small talk. He doesn't he doesn't know how to do the simplest things. So his way of making friends is but again, when you think about it, it's like, is it would it be this different from what Bruce would do if Bruce wasn't Batman? Bruce has earned it. Bruce does do this. Right. That's the thing is from an adult who's super competent, it's like, okay, I have to take it because he's fucking Batman. From a child, it's like, fuck you, you're a child. Yeah. Like, I remember if you go back to the before, I think before New 52, when, he, when they had the Teen Titans issues there, when, when Dick kind of, Dick kind of brings him to the Teen Titans, is like, hey, listen, um, this is Damien. He's going to, he's going to join you guys. Damien's like, all right, cool. I'm in charge now. It's like, no, 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 no. That, that you're, you're misunderstanding. You're not in charge. You're just going to join the team. It's like, well, you love the team. So obviously the team is led by Robin. So I am leading the team now. It's like, just give him what he wants, guys. <laughs> he's such a little dick. He's the worst. He's the worst. He's the worst. He's such a spoiled little brat, yo. It's, and everybody just looks at him like, are you fucking serious? What's wrong with you? And, you know, I mean, again, in this part, he had kicked off, um, kicked off Wally, kicked Wally off the team and stuff like that. Like, he's just, he's, he's, he's again, he's mini Batman. And it's like, it's, Batman qualities and Batman are barely tolerable. But when Batman <laughs> qualities are in like a, an, an eight-year-old, fuck no. <laughs> just want to put the eight-year-old in the locker. Oh, I, I, again, last thing we'll, we'll move on to the Detective Commons one because I love this part. Is like when he goes off um, in that. Um, so he dies in Batman Incorporated. Uh, I can't remember what the issues. I'll make sure we put the issue numbers in, into the show notes. Uh, but when he goes off to die, he is. He was. You know, Batman goes off and and everybody's going off to try to stop what what Talia's plan. And Bruce tells him to stay in the cave with Alfred. And he basically tells Alfred, "Like, listen." I gotta go out there and do this. This is what I have to do. Batman needs Robin. This is my duty as Robin. I have to go out there and I have to save them. So, uh, you know, he tells he tells um, tells Alfred, it's like, yo, just tell just tell Dad that I, you know, I I beat you up and I got away from you and that's how I did it. He's like, he's like, yeah, but like you can't get out of the the cave though. The cave has a voice lock on it. You can't you can't just you can't do that. And he just clears his throat and says Bruce Wayne acting. He does he does to bat he does Bruce's voice. To unlock the cave, you're like, God damn it, he really is mini Batman. He's, he's mini Bruce. He's the worst. He's the, he's worst. the worst. But so is Bruce. That's the thing about it, is like, so is Bruce. Like, when you think about it, it's like, some people, they do not, they work with Bruce without, you guys don't actually like Bruce. Like, you guys that's actually what, think it's kind that's of a what thing. I say, like, Dick's the one that, if they had a choice, they'd rather she call Dick. Yeah. But they, they know, they, so they call Bruce. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. So let's get into this. Um, New for the, this uh, rebirth detective comics because this is really what we did this for. We really wanted to come back in and revisit um, Tim Drake because uh, the detective comics book um, really kind of shows you the importance of of Tim Drake. Um, so you want to go ahead and take it from there? I mean, it opens up with Batman saying he's going to start a team, and. He brings back Tim, puts Tim back in the old suit. Tim's like, okay, what's up with the... You gave me money. You gave, you, I have all these stupid, crazy plans. You're letting me do them. What's the deal? And Bruce tells him that he just wants to be better, more effective. We'll figure out if that's sure or not later on, but he recruits a team. He recruits Batwoman to train the team and run the team Well, while putting Tim on it, which is also kind of like, yeah, you're in charge, but you're not in charge, charge. Like, Tim's in charge. Right. <laughs> Like we all okay, we're listening in the field. We all know who's in charge, right? It's Tim. Oh, uh, and they recruit spoiler, 
They recruit Orphan, fresh off of uh, Cassandra Kane, fresh off of the Batman and Robin Eternal. It- and they recruit uh, motherfucking Clayface. Mm-hmm. And bat- eventually Batwing. But we'll start with just Clayface. So when I'm reading this the first time, that's kind of where it got me. I was like, Clayface, huh? All right, Tinian, let's see what you got. Mm-hmm. And he pulls off something that not only is like a, a, a like it's a masterful character story studying all the characters. He balances all these plates, the rotating cast, the, the demands of these casts, and it's just really impressive run. But focusing what we're here to focus on, in one of the opening arcs, he kills Tim Drake. And not like, oh, he's beaten up by a crowbar and blown up, kills. Like, everyone watches and gets shot and blown up. It's actually kind of a badass. Oh, because, yeah, it's a really good point. So at this point in the fight, a drone of, 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 of attack, attack drones are being descending on Gotham to take out uh, targets on the colonies list. The colony is a bad idea, Jeans. It's probably what's actually happening in the world. Let's not talk about it. Um, and Tim decides he can reprogram all the drones, but he can't make them destroy each other. He can only retask them to a specific target, and he retasks them to himself. And then he survives the first wave. There's a second wave. And he's on comms saying goodbye to everyone. And he goes out, let's just call it heroically. Like he saves Gotham. And his team mourns. Stephanie ends up leaving the team. Bruce goes pretty much batshit insane. Batwoman's second-guessing everything. They bring on Batwing. They bring on Azrael. And uh, then we find out Tim's alive. It was, it was like a few, a few issues before you find out that... T- well, actually, no. no. We find, the end no, of that, no, no. Right, the end of that issue, you do. You're right. We see he's in a cage. And they tie this into tying this to... Um, the Oz effect in Superman, and they tie it to, I assume, what's going to happen with um... Doomsday Clock. Okay, so I, I folded and read this month's issue, and the naked blue man appears in a very explicit way. Okay. So I guess that's where we're definitely headed. And he finds out that he's been trapped somewhere outside space and time. Because he's Tim Drake, he outsmarts his captor, decodes Kryptonian technology, and breaks out. Captor leaves. He's trying to find a way to get back home. And he accidentally opens a cell. And he meets Batman. But it's not Batman. It's not Bruce. It's Tim Drake from the future. If you remember in pre-New 52, Titans of Tomorrow, it's that Tim Drake. It's that Batman. Kind of fascist carries a gun? Yeah, that Batman. <laughs> kind of fascist? And Batman and Robin take out, take on, and defeat Doomsday. Two Tim Drakes, one Doomsday equals a win for the Tim Drakes. I'm as shocked as you are. Eventually, they find their way back into the timeline, and Future Tim decides that he still has time to not let his future come true, without realizing that he's not in his past, because when. Future Tim says, and make up with Connor. He's your best friend. You need it. Tim's only reply is, who's Connor? Which, mm-hmm. by the way, fuck you, DC. Now you got to bring back Connor. Can't. Like, you can't do this. I won't allow it. Well, so what, 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 because, you know, I, 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 I went and told you we were doing this. So I went in and caught up in all of the, 
Just a comment. I feel like they kind of have to because now what they've established now oh, is. I know the other kids back too. Right. So what they what they've now kind of. You said what now? Two of the three Young Justice founders are back. Right. So what they what they've kind of done here is established that, you know, between this, like, it's been a really really slow burn here across the DC universe. Because they've been kind of messing with this also over in the Flash book with, you know, Flash, Flash you know, what Barry did with the Flashpoint and the messing up the timelines and things are different and things aren't the same. Like, you know, have Commander Cold here and he's like, well, my timeline is, is, is messed up and gone now. Like, so there's clearly something going on here. And, um, yeah, because what they, what they kind of established here, this whole thing is that this Rebirth universe is a different timeline than the one we know where some of those other things happen, because, I mean, kind of jumping to the end of this, the Detective Comic Run, at one point when Stephanie and Cassandra are there, they see themselves with the Bat symbol. They see, Cassandra sees herself as Batgirl, and um, uh, Steph sees herself as a Robin. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, and as Batgirl. And as Batgirl. And she's like, oh, wait, they let, she's like, oh, out there at some point, I know that they let me, they let me in. I wasn't just some, I wasn't just some outsider, some extended family. I was family. You know, um, and so I'm very interested in seeing how they bring all this together. Not to, you know, we, there's more to the story that you're telling here, but it's very right. interesting to see how they're it's, finally bringing this. They're making that stuff I matter. Was, I was reading it month to month, and I was like, "Are you reading this?" You're like, "No." I'm like, God damn it! I need to talk about this with somebody. Yeah, yeah, I remember. They're setting up something that I can't talk about unless you're reading this. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. And, and it's gonna. I think I, if if they pull off what I think they're trying to pull off, if you cut, tie it in the note to metal and no justice, something big's coming. Absolutely, it's really interesting. It's coming, and I'm pretty excited for it because people say, "Oh, what's the next DCU?" I'm, it's not Doomsday Clock. Doomsday Clock's probably the last piece of it. Mm-hmm. Because okay, um, can I spoil this piece? Doomsday Clock. Go right ahead. I, I don't. I'm, I'm... The beginning of the book. Over the beginning of the book, you get to see the the accident where. The train derails and Alan Scott grabs the lantern and becomes a green lantern. Then John goes back and moves the lantern six inches to the left. Alan Scott dies in the train crash. Hmm. That's one of the first things he changed. So what we're shown definitively via Tim Drake coming back as Batman is that he's the best Batman. He beats the dog shit out out of Bruce Wayne in his prime and all four Robins. Yeah. He beats the dog shit out of them. It's so wild to think about. Because as was shown in the Tim Drake Rob- Red Robin book is I don't have to be better than fighters than them. I should take what I know they know. Mm-hmm. And he, he says, hey, uh, Jason, at one point, uh, a bone didn't heal right when you were resurrected. You're not going to find it out for about six more years. You're welcome. And he just hits him in it. Right. <laughs> like, and, he, and then he, he gets Bruce close and says, you're not worried that, that, that um, I become Batman. He says, you're worried I become Batman because you're worried it's entire life is a curse. You know how I know that? You told me you're deathbed. And you see Batman slip. He says, all I knew had to point, I had to get you emotionally compromised for a second and I could win. Mm-hmm. Like, it's some dirty fucking pool. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it, yo, it, it, yo, Tim, Tim Drake is Batman is scary. <laughs> it's terrifying. It's terrifying. However... He comes in, he ends up winning. He's trying to kill Batman to prevent his future. He's convinced that was what it'll do. And then the boys fly a bunch of jets into the Belfry <laughs> and blow up all those damn drones. And 
Then the banter of the Robins while they're flying jets is hilarious. Because when Tim broke into the cave, he fried all the comms. He fried all the tech. But Bruce, of course, has jets. Not like bat jets or cute jets. No, jets jet. Mm-hmm. And he has four of them, and they can all fly them because they're bat kids. <laughs> and Tim takes down his future self. He, he stops him. He stymies him, and he fades into hyper-time, though he popped up in an amazing... Did you ever read that Teen Titans run? Which, which Teen Titans? fighting Future Tim? No. Oh, Connor shows up, adult Bart shows up, Cassie shows up. Oh, wow. Yeah, you gotta... I, I would suggest you take those... You take a look at those... I think it's like a, a four-issue um, back and forth, but Robin... T- uh, Tim takes on a new... A new um, a new identity in our time. Mm-hmm. And he's basically like, I just got to fix this. And eventually Connor, Superboy and Superman all work together. And Connor's like, I can't tell you who I am, but uh, yeah, it's nice. To see. I, I don't worry. I've, I've earned this S. <laughs> Superman says, I trust him. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a wild hyper time. Like, Oh, they're planning something big shit here. Um, but yeah, it's and then it goes on from there, and they fight the colony one more time to wrap up the whole book. But this time, his kind of, I guess, other number, the anti Tim, if you will, Lonnie, mm-hmm. or excuse me, Ulysses Armstrong, excuse me, yeah, has it was hacked in the Batman suit. Well, he wasn't Tim, he was, yeah, he was basically, it was Ulysses. yeah, yeah, he, he hacked in the Batman suit, and that's where I was able to show Seth and Cassandra during the fight what they were in another world. He did it to depress them, but it actually just, like you said, it inspired them. It showed them, you guys are the family. Well, what happens when, what happens when, when, when Tim comes, when, when, so they defeat Tim, uh, future Tim, t- future Tim goes back and he's basically like, he'll tell his, his current stuff. It's like, you can fix this. You know, you can't trust Kate. You can't trust Kate Kane. You can't do this. So Tim goes forward and, and he's constantly from, from that point on, he's back, but he's constantly thinking about, how what he can do to prevent being that self because he again remember tim's tim's the one robin who never really wanted to be in the bat suit so to see himself in the bat suit is kind of jarring for him well even have have his future self tell him how he ended up there dick tried to dick moved on that's what he does as an acrobat Mm -hmm. jason almost got himself killed and then you refused to take it and then when you saw what damien had done you had to put him down you had to put him down. <laughs> what do you mean put him down? You had to put him down. You had to put him down. You know? I think I mean. Yeah. And so it, it becomes more the price to be the bat. And before Tim, quote unquote, died, he was planning on telling Batman he was leaving for college. Yeah. That was his thing. He was, he was giving up. He's come back and he hasn't told Steph, but he says, Pax Brett Batman. He can have everything, he can solve it all. Mm-hmm. And he can't. And he tries. And. What future Tim kind of wonder about comes to pass because things happen with Batwoman. She ends up having to put down or think she had to put down Clayface. Mm-hmm. And that's what splinters the team because you wear that bat, you don't get to kill. Right. That's the trade off. And then we get Detective Comics 975, my favorite comic book in the last 10 years, probably. The Trial of Batwoman. All four Robins and Batgirl and Batman are in the cave. And you get kind of the highlights of all their personalities, of how they actually view what they do. They're trying to vote, should, should, should Kate keep the bat? Mm-hmm. 
and Dick opens, and Dick says, Dick's hopeful. It's Dick. I mean, hey, look, it's, it's who he is. I was sorry how it all ended up, but I keep thinking of what you would have done if I had made that call. You might not have thrown me in jail, but I don't think I'd be sitting at this table without some serious atonement. I say there's a path for her to earn trust back, but she's not there right now, and I'm not sure she should wear the bat in the meanwhile. And then Damien's a dick, because that's Damien. None of you are family. <laughs> and then Jason gives a really good point of view. He explains it, says, I'm not going to argue about killing in the cave. I respect the cave. I respect you guys. I'm not going to do that. He says all this, and this is something I talked about during the Jason uh, part one of this. He talks about how important this is to him and how hard he worked to get it back and how he wouldn't want to lose it. He says, but I don't like this. I don't like a trial. This isn't about her killing Clayface. You have your rules. You have your way of doing things. And she decided your way wasn't enough. She hurt your ego, and now you're throwing a tantrum because somebody you respect broke your rules. Family is family. I can make room for the black. I can make room on the black sheep side of the table if I need to, but she stays. And then, because she's actually the smartest, Barbara Gordon reads Bruce Wayne in a way that I've never thought it was possible. She explains to him, "Barbara, you're quiet. Yes, I am. I don't need the notes here. I just need to write down. I don't on my head." Do you even know what I do? She argues with Dick, of course, is what she does. What I need is a little more information. Well, Bruce, what was the purpose of the Belfry? Tim tries to interject. It was to, Tim, I need you to believe me that I'm not trying to offend you, but this isn't an answer I need from an idealistic teenager. You had evidence a paramilitary group called the Colony was looking to recruit Gotham's unaffiliated heroes. You believe they're going to recruit Batman when the lead? Yes. So you needed a way to beat them to the punch, and you just so happened to have a protege who was pushing for years let something like this happen you could throw enough money at and have built the whole thing for you and then she goes on to explain that he didn't want her to be a soldier he wanted her to be a bat he wanted to force her to live by his rules to prove that his mother would approve of his mission mm. dog <laughs> this one was almost dropped the type of moments mm-hmm. you're doing it because kate is a living closest living connection you have to your mother martha to her family, to the kind of person she was. And you're afraid that Martha would have wanted you to take that shot. And that there's a lot more in the question whether or not Kate can wear the bat. You can't take her bat away, Bruce. Only she can. She's not a teenage orphan or your son or the daughter of the police commissioner. You can't ground her, take away her credit card, or stop training her. You can only come to grips with who she is and what she means to you. And if you want to make the case that at some point she's out of control, dangerous needs to be stopped, then if you make a good case, I'll fight side by side with all of you. We'll take her down. Until then, Jason's right. Although not as right as he thinks he is. This isn't about her, it's about you. The only person who could put Kate Kane on trial is Kate Kane. From what I know of her, she's that's exactly what she's putting herself through right now. Whatever she decides, we're all gonna have to live with the consequences. Ladies and gentlemen, Barbara Gordon. She's always been able to read Bruce though, so Jesus Christ. <laughs> Yo, and Tim X reacts so predictably. He's so mad. The next few issues are him trying to prove that it's okay, and he's so mad. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, because 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 Batman kind of agrees. He's like, "Yo, she's right," and tries to shut down with Bruce. Because basically, what one a couple of things that 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 Tim has done with all that money that Bruce has given him, he had set up the the Gotham Knight protocols. He set up the Belfry. He basically set up a way for Batman to be everything and everywhere all the time, so that if if Batman goes down, there's always a Batman. There's always like you said, he's, he bases up his own colony. He set up his own paramilitary. Yeah. Right. 
So it's like, and he went and 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 and, and so what Tim didn't understand, and what we know from time travel, everything. Tim was already going down this road. The fact of the matter is, you keep going down the way you're going. This is what leads you to this this place. It, it, like your future has dictated your past by now because you know what the future is. You are now even more engaged in trying to make sure that future doesn't happen, which only cements it even more, which is what Tim was doing. And um, yeah, Batman shuts it down and says, no, we got to stop this. And Tim gets completely frustrated. And like, that's when Ulysses comes in and tells him, it keeps showing him all the, all more what happens and keeps showing him this idea that this, you know, you know, Kate ends up killing Batman in the future. She's killing Bruce in the future. And you have to show up and you have to put her down. And if you stop it now, you can stop all this stuff from happening. But he, he hasn't shown the truth. The truth is, Bruce in the future, in that timeline, wanted that. He, he asked Kate to do this. And had, he was dying. Right, he was dying. And he would see it left messages for all, all the Robins and all the kids. Because at that point, Tim had gone off to college. He had gone off to college and he finds this. Uh, he sees his message, and he's, when he, when he, he walks in on, you know, Kate in the colony taking down Batman, taking down Bruce, taking down Batman, and um, which also I heard that the president was President Waller, which is scary. Yeah, terrifying. Like, the little details get really scary. Yeah, it's terrifying. Um, and so, but, but what, again, what, what, what Tim didn't, Tim didn't see the whole story. And Ulysses wasn't showing him this whole story. And, and this whole story involves, they, they bring in uh, the brother, I, OMAC, the uh, OMAC protocol, all this stuff happens here. But the, the key thing here is that, um, in order to stop this, Tim has to kind of let go. Tim has to stop worrying that. And it's so funny because where he began from, Tim is taking on the mission of Batman so much and so serious now, because like you said, he has this innate desire to do good. And so he didn't want to leave without leaving something behind to make sure all this stuff was there. But even then, like Kate kind of calls him out on this before, uh, after the, um, I think it was, I think it was after the, yeah, I think it was after the, um, no, 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 no. Before the trial of, of Kate, when they were still had the team together, Kate calls him out on this. Cause he brings Stephanie in on, in on something basically tells her that he's trying to put things in place so that he can lead to go off to college and Stephanie and Kate kind of calls him on. It's like, yo, Tim, does she know? He's like, what are you talking about? Does she know you're trying to be Batman? You're setting all this stuff up so you can take over when need be. You're making it seem like you're doing, you're, you're, you're telling her you're doing all this stuff so you can leave it behind. But I see what you're doing and you're not leaving this behind. You're doubling down. You're getting more and more involved. So, um, yeah, and what I love about this, so, it, it, you know, good guys win the day, and um, Tim decides he's not going to go down this path, but at the end, he doesn't, him and Stephanie don't go off to school. They go somewhere else, and um, I'm really excited to see what they do with Tim. Like, it, he became a very, very important piece in this puzzle going forward, what DC is doing with this rebirth line. Well, we know he's going to matter because Oz took him off the table. Yeah, well, he, he yeah. Jesus, you can't be here. Yeah. So it's and, so wild because I was just I just opened the uh, nine eighty just right before uh, is it reading this. I just noticed on the cover that it's Batman uh, spoiler and orphan, but the silhouettes is three bats. Mm-hmm. Like the, the the silhouettes behind them have the pointed man. Just just a really it's a really great run. It's a really great character piece on all the what you may call minor bat characters, and mm-hmm. the knowledge that. 
this reaches out somehow back to pre New 52 and all those stories matter and that all their growth mattered. And Stephanie and Cassandra realizing that somewhere deep down that they could wear the bat, giving them the strength. Like it's, it's, I really enjoyed the Detective Comics run as far as a, uh, uh, an analysis or character piece on those characters. You know, it, it, it's serious. And, I'm, and like I said, I think this is why I'm glad that we we're ending, you know, cause we've done now we've done almost all of the, the major Batman characters right. here. Um, I'm glad we're ending with the Detective Comics run. Cause you're serious. Like it, it, you're right. It, it kind of shows you that they're, even though new 52 happened, they're bringing all this stuff back together. So that the stories matter because that's always been the crazy thing about doing um, any of these character corners with DC, so much of this backstories don't matter anymore, you know, and by having them come back in and reaffirm that the things that made these characters, the characters we love so much are the canon or at least existed. Like now I want to go and I got to read that, um, uh, that teen Titans issue with, with you know, we talking about when Connor's there, because again, like those are the three friends. And we know that from the, from the flash books that, Impulse is running around somewhere, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, again, that, that's the Young Titan, that's the Young Justice team. That's, you know, we need those so three they together. Show, if they show up to save the day in one of these big events, I'm going to be very happy. Yeah. I mean, we, we need that. These are, these are, these are core characters, and those, and those relationships matter. And I think that was the biggest thing. We can, was there anything else you wanted to be, you put in here before we wrap this up? No, I just, I, I just really, I thought it was great. I thought it was really well done. And yeah, this whole thing, it just, and Tim Drake is one of those combo characters that because of when you and I grew up, that it resonates with us, but not just because of that. Own solo series for 16 years. Uh, the cornerstones we can see of some things that are happening on multiverse level. And uh, Damian Wayne is growing. And the fact that I can say he's growing says he's growing. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the key thing here. Um, the, the the thing about DC and what I think they're finally understanding with these comic books is the relationships matter. Yes, things change. Yes, you can change those relationships, you know, as they go on. But the history of the relationships have to matter and have to they have to remain. You know, you know, you can move. Cause, and, that, and that was the thing that killed me because it's like before New 52, you were seeing that movement. You were seeing Cassandra go from being, you know, Batgirl to being something else. You were seeing Tim Drake go from being Robin to being Red Robin. And so you can always move on. Like we, we, again, we've done it with Dick Grayson. Dick Grayson went from being Robin to being Nightwing to later on becoming a secret agent. And like all this stuff happening. Um, you know, I went through and read the Robin Wars and seeing what was happening with the Robins, and each of the Robins are so distinct. Like having those relationships matter, and you can't just cut that stuff out and pretend like the characters are still there because you put them in a similar costume. Like you have to have that that core of the character remain, and it's good to see some of that stuff coming back with uh, Rebirth to kind of flush it out and 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 show that there are missing pieces and missing relationships and missing things. That do matter. Now, I will say this. Um, while I am happy to see that them, they're adjusting it, they have to be very, very careful because they've made so many changes. It's, it's going to get messy. <laughs> yeah. It's already messy. Um, but if they can finally correct this, and, 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 and this is what gives me, gives, me, gives me hope with the rebirth stuff, is they are taking actually a long fucking time. Yeah. Which slow playing it. They are slow burning it, which I appreciate. Because... Old DC would have done all this stuff in a year. And um, 
they have not, which I appreciate. And um, we'll we'll see how that we'll see how that works out. So, um, but there you guys have it. That is our, our character corner. Uh, kind of just talk through on uh, on uh, Tim Drake and Damian Wayne. We like I said, we didn't do a lot of going through uh, specific issues all that much because we we cover both of these characters a lot. Like I said, if you listen to any other character corners or any other back characters, we are going to talk about these two because um, Damian takes care of all the modern stuff when it comes to Batman, and Tim Drake was Robin for most of the stuff before then. So um, listen to those two character corners and, 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 and we'll, we'll go from there. Um, see what things do we have to make announcements for? Like I said, next, next care, next month we're going to be doing uh, ultimate Spider-Man. And I guess talking about uh, Spider-Man, um, the PS4 video game. Cause uh, yes. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. 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 We'll wait. I'll wait for that. I'll wait for you to finish. <laughs> Oh, let's talk about the, uh, the the um Stitcher. Oh yes, 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 yes. If you are, um, we brought this up before. If you are a um, uh, Stitcher right now, we brought this up a few months ago. They were doing a uh, the podcast, a Wolverine: The Long Night. It is now on Stitcher for you know on the regular feed for free. They are releasing it, I think, one episode at a time, once a week. If you want to listen to the entire thing and just binge the entire thing and don't wait, you can sign up for Stitcher Premium. You can still use our code. Uh, go to Stitcher.com/slash/premium. I believe that's the, the the link for it, and use the code Tuesday, and you will get a free month of Stitcher Premium. Stitcher Premium comes with no um, no ads. Uh, I think it's like five dollars a month, so you can get a free month off uh, for that using the code Tuesday. So sign up for that. I know some of you guys have already done that. They actually hit me up and said, "Hey, yeah, some people have used the code. Here's your money for." It. I was like, "Oh shit, I completely forgot about this." So please go out there if you want to try. And again, it's not just for Wolverine the Long Night. I mean, it's Stitcher Premium. If you if you use Stitcher a lot for listening, um, get premium and get no ads. Like, why not? You know, it's not 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 a bad deal. Um, also, uh, check our pin tweet on. Uh, the MTR network on on Twitter. Um, we have um, our store for with our our, our T Public stores there. I want to say this the, the link is t dot com slash stores slash MTR dash network, uh, and you can see our new sh- our shirts up there on T Public as well. Uh, there'll be a link in the in the show notes for that. So um, yeah, stay tuned, folks. We will be back uh, probably in a couple weeks. Uh, we got New York Comic Con next week, so I'll be busy with that. We'll come back and we'll be dealing with Ultimate Spider-Man uh, in um, October. Don't know what we're going to do in November, but I do know December uh, we have to do Aquaman because Aquaman's coming out. So we will be doing <laughs> we'll be doing Arthur Curry. Spider-Man, we have to do Aquaman. We I mean, we got to do Aquaman. I mean, we I'm I, I, it, it is an obligation. So but the thing is, like DC, it's so tough because there's like five different origins for Aquaman. That's what that's why I'm not really excited about doing this because. I don't know where to start. Now, I'm not saying there weren't aren't some good runs. There are, but I was just like, it, it, it it's not as bad as Hawkman, but like, no. nothing is as bad as Hawkman. But like, it just, it just feels, it just feels like a lot going on. Like, do we do? Are we doing one arm Aquaman, two arm Aquaman, young Aquaman? What Aquaman are we doing? Yeah, exactly. Because mm-hmm. the thing for me was post Infinite Crisis, they killed Aquaman, and then it was a kid who was. It was all very real. Like, there's one specific like. Four year stretch in the mid 2000s where Aquaman gets super weird and confusing. <laughs> Can't wait. Welcome to DC. So that'll be coming in. We'll figure out what we're going to do in November. Maybe we'll do another DC character in November. I don't know. We'll figure something out. So, uh, anyway, folks, thank you guys very much for listening. And until next time, we're out of here. Peace. Peace.